We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Presented by Under Armour and Sleeper Fantasy. Welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, solid Warriors win against a shorthand Philadelphia 76ers team. 119-107. I feel like we just needed a palate cleanser like that. Like after Honestly, I'm still kind of mad about the officiating down the stretch of the Lakers game. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, and then just losing two games by one point down the stretch. Like, getting a nice, comfortable win where they kind of controlled the game and it was positive. Very necessary palate cleanser right now. Yeah, that was uh, probably the most needed win this season outside of whatever they need to win moving down the stretch to get into the playoffs. But yeah, that, that was the most much needed win. I feel like I feel like the vibes have been trending up. Um, I think mm-hmm. you and I have sat here for the last few pods and or the last pod I was out for a while. But the last pod, I think generally felt a little better about the players in the season. Um, and, and that this game was uh, a good step forward. I'm not going to freaking sit here and act like. And act back. Like, uh, We're back, is, baby. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah. here to act like everything is fixed. But um, uh, but it was one of their best games that they played. And, and there's a lot of good. Uh, a lot of good, good things about it that we're going to talk about. A lot of good, uh, sustainable. If sustainable, we're cooking. We are back. And and let's be honest, it was fun to see the Niners there. You see Trent Williams. I that's what I needed. I think it's just fun watching. Like this dude's going to go into the Hall of Fame on first ballot, most likely. He might be the greatest offensive tackle of all time, uh, which is to say, one of the best to do it. What he does. And he looks like a little kid watching Steph, you know, this was right after Steph hit um, one of his eight to 15 ridiculous shots of the night, you know, but you know, one of the ones like trailing, fading, the type of thing where it's just like, come on, man, how are you going to hit that? And uh, that's always fun to watch. That's the type of thing that like brings me back to the Warriors when a season kind of sucks a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm then, just, I'm more impressed by what Javon Kinlaw is wearing. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure that's a Javon Kinlaw outfit he should be wearing. I feel like Trent Williams can pull that one off because he's Trent Williams, but a respect. Respect. He makes Steph makes the um 
That is a uh, that that is an all pro outfit. That is not a solid solid yes. rotation player outfit. Exactly, which is cool that Javon Kinlaw is a solid rotation player because he was he was quite bad and injured the last few years. But the first few years. But yeah, to your point, I, Steph makes the uh, largest, most athletic, greatest human beings in the world kind of look like kids watching him play because there is nothing like watching Steph go. I mean, we even against LA, right. It's it just something breathtaking about watching a dude like that, just run around and shoot, shoot from 30. Um, by the way, is Steph slump over? I think it's over. I think it's, I think we're done. I think it's officially over. I think, you know, it's like all Steph slumps. It feels like it's forever, but it's yeah. really like six games. You know, <laughs> when you're in the middle of it, you're like, oh, it sucks. Oh, yeah. I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> Just <laughs> I can't do it. And then, and then, you know, he gets out of it because he's Steph Curry. Uh, 12 for 17 tonight, casual 37 points. Again, Philly didn't have Tyrese Maxey and uh, Embiid looked really limited and limped off at the end. But end of the day, the Warriors need wins. Um, yeah, and, and let's let's actually get into it because okay. I feel like there was some fun stuff in this game that, uh, with the trade deadline coming up, is interesting. No, no, Clay Thompson, and I feel like my my main thought on this game was how fluid they played, how fluid they played, and how downhill they played. Now, we can argue part of it's Philly missing their best or. Missing one of their two best guys and their other one looking pretty limited. But the Warriors looked fast. They looked like they could move the ball and they got to the rim way more than normal. Uh, Wiggins in the first half was was pretty good going downhill and Kuminga down the stretch. Whew, that's like that's the type of play, which is why they're like, we're not trading him. We're not trading him unless you're giving us a top 10 player or something like that. Uh, Pajemski, just the perfect glue connector. Draymond. As good as he's looked basketball, he's just connecting everything, playing defense in a long time. It just, yeah, I don't know. They look really good. I'll so, so the clay stuff is interesting. I have a lot of thoughts on this tonight, <laughs> uh, a lot, because I think the reason why Wiggins and Kaminga look better in my mind, one is Draymond. Uh, uh, it, it allows them to play defense and then gets them the ball. He, he's the only guy that can take advantage of a Steph double and get those guys the ball going downhill. So that's number one reason. Number two, they're not running any plays for Clay. And this is not a – like, I'm not blaming Clay, but when Clay's on the floor, the Warriors are running plays for him to come off screens and shoot threes. And Wiggins and Kaminga are just getting the scraps off of that. But when you substitute Pajemski in for him – thank you for enlarging that, that box score. When you substitute Pajemski for him, Pajemski's a guy that's not – they're not running any plays for him. He's another one of those – quote-unquote connector guys kind of similar to Draymond where he's a somewhat of a threat but what his job on the floor really is to do is to get Steph the ball get Kaminga the ball in the paint get Wiggins the ball so he can make a move and so now that you have Draymond a guy that's passing and making the right place and Pajemski I think it makes it a lot easier for the two wings who I mean let's be honest Sam neither of them can dribble but man when they go downhill they're pretty unstoppable so I think that's why they look so much better I I don't – and so this is where I would argue, and you brought this up way, way before. This is where – this is the type of game you would argue Clay would be better off coming off the bench. Like, if Kaminga's going to be this good and Wiggins is going to be – and maybe Wiggins is back and Wiggins was great defensively tonight. If that's the case, that's – I'm not saying Clay needs to be gone. I'm not saying he's detrimental to this team. They need him. But this is the type of showing that you're saying, yeah, maybe – 
maybe he should come off the bench, right? Maybe he should play Corey Joseph and Kinone minutes so that he could just they can just run sets for him because the bench isn't going to have much scoring. So that's again, like this is a win against at home against a team that's that's not not fully healthy. But so that's how that's how I feel. If you're going to move forward with these two wings because they're still 27 and 21, then I think that's where that's where you would say. I don't know how you're going to work Clay in because I guarantee you when Clay plays on Friday, Kaminga not getting 19 shots. <laughs> I guarantee you that's one not of, One of them's going to be the odd man out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because to your point, none of the those three players, Kuminga, Wiggins, uh, or Clay, are are dudes looking to get other people's shots. Like, they on on yep. the most basic level, they're all yep. scorers by mentality. They do it different ways. Clay's a killer, get, you know, as a shooter. Uh, Kuminga wants to dunk it on everyone. I love that about him. And Wiggins is somewhere in the middle of those two. Like, I don't think he's ag- nearly as aggressive as Kuminga, even though he's been more aggressive recently, but he's a better shooter even though he's not been recently. Anyway, the, the point stands. All three of them are looking to score the ball first. So, um, yeah, and it's if you want to play the style of basketball that the Warriors want to play, which <laughs> whether you love it or you hate it, it's not changing. Steve Kerr is not changing. Steph Curry is not changing. They're trying to move the ball. That is a fundamental thing they have to resolve, which is you can't have three guys looking for their own shot at all times. Like I, I think so. I, I think that's, I think that's something that, and you know, Clay will be back on Friday. They'll start with that five and maybe it'll work. They're playing an underman Memphis team, but you know, we, we saw that last time, but I think, I think Sam long-term, that's what I'm, it's what, that's what will be interesting because this is the five. I mean, this is the correct starting five, mm-hmm. right? This is, this yeah. is the right starting five. Draymond, Draymond is a five at this point. It's great. He's not anything else. So this is the right starting five. And can they, can they get away? Can, can they run a flowy offense with this five with clay in instead of pods? And um, I'm not sure. I do. I'm have, not sure. I do have some questions with this lineup, mainly with shooting against better defenses. Uh, just the thing that always pops out to me recently is Wiggins has just lost confidence as jumper, which makes him to his credit. He's being more aggressive going downhill. Six for but, six from the free throw lines. A miracle. I know, but like at some point you're going to play a defense that knows how to set itself. And one of Draymond, Kuminga, or Wiggins, if not two of them, has to be consistent. Like I will hit five or six threes if you do not guard me. And right now, none of those guys are doing that. I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm foreshadowing too much at this stage, but like that's my like long term concern with this. And maybe to your point, uh, that's when that's when Clay gets more into the into the fold. Yeah, it's it's also it's also you're asking like these are like give and take, which will be interesting with Kerr system is that um, Kaminga and Wiggins are essentially going to have to play the Andre role where they're going to have to make the right decisions in this motion offense. I'm not sure if I'm um, uh, exactly exactly. So then that will require Steve, especially Steve and Steph to to, to change the offense to dude. Clay's not going to make the right pass more often than not. Same with Wiggins. Same with Kaminga. So what do you do now when they double Steph and Draymond isn't going to shoot, and now and now Clay's out there having to make a decision? Then all of a sudden, like it's it's not Andre out there making the right passes, right? It's not Livingston out there making the right passes. It's not Otto Porter. What happens then when you've got three guys that that aren't really the to me really the great the smartest guys in this offensive scheme? I think they have to change it. But then you get nights to light nights like tonight, which you know Philly's offense is okay. 
but Wigan uh, and Bede's kind of kind of out there existing versus like locking in. Um, they look great. And uh, maybe maybe the the Kaminga leap is really where it's it's necessary because did you see in crunch time tonight? And I guess maybe it's not crunch time because they're up by ten. But did sure, you see? Stretch. Yeah, did you see what they were doing with it? They, they they did what I thought they should the whole time. Just go get them. Go get them downhill. Like nobody's guarding them. Daniel House is not guarding them. <laughs> like, like stop. You know, cork Maz. Like what are we what are we doing here? You know what I mean? It's, he's just yeah. he's just jumping through guys, and that's not something that they've ever had ever. Even even KD didn't do that. No, no. I mean he's the best athlete they've had that I can think of during this entire run uh, and probably the most aggressive going downhill too. Like he, he can absolutely be one of those 10 free throw game guys that like sometimes are kind of hard to watch like Giannis and stuff like that. But like he can just, he gets a step on everyone at any time. What do you, what do you want me to say? Like, and if he can do that, he creates an advantage and he creates an advantage. He just has to go up. And we know in in the modern NBA, if you go up aggressively, it's a foul every time. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> right, right. Yeah, th- th- this is this is the allure of Kuminga. He's an athlete they've never had. He has star measurables, and, and he wants it. The, the thing I like about Kuminga the most, and I will, I continue to say this because I we could pick at his weaknesses anytime we want. Like, not really a shooter doesn't really make plays for others. I can point at all this, but the one thing I always see when I watch Kuminga is like, he wants it. He wants it in a way that to me matters. I, I like seeing guys like that aggressively wanting to be great. I can think of other guys the Warriors have drafted where I'm like, they just exist. They think it's going to fall into their lap. They're not trying to get it, you know? That sort of thing. And so that's the sort of thing where I like to bet on him figuring it out over time at all times. Yeah. Chat's going, JK, love of the game. Yeah. I, I I think he's pretty competitive is really what it comes down to. I think uh, he he may be young. There may be times where he looks young, but I don't think he's about just getting paid and walking away. Uh, um, Steph loves I don't, know if, I, don't know if, I don't know if that's too, I don't know if that's too blunt, but it's like, I'm trying to size up, like, am I buying this guy, like, continually going once he has success? Or is he giving me one of those guys? It's like, I got a contract, and now I'm uh, now well, I'm going to Washington, D.C., and just, you know. I wouldn't uh, worry about that. I'm, I'm worried about <laughs> him. Right? I'm worried, I wouldn't worry about any of that. It's like three, three years away. I'm worried about right now. Um, what, what, I, what, I, what I am, what I am, what I find funny is you mentioned this this morning. Um, Steph loves him. Did you see Steph clapping after Pat yeah. with, a, with, like, yeah, the, from the vibes back? are. Kind of dirty play, but Steph comes up and and kind of is is cheering him on and and Kaminga kind of gets in Pat face, which I love. Kaminga's the the guy that gets in everyone's face. He got a little dream on to him, and uh, I don't know. Steph Steph seems like he enjoys playing with Kaminga a lot. Seems like that's that's kind of his guy, which which is cool. Um, mm-hmm. Which is cool to see. No, I mean I mean those those are all positive things. Like it's, it's all in context. Everything. Before we get moving, we should talk about. My sleeper play tonight, sleeper fantasy. So I just played two lines tonight. I played Pajemski on the over and Kuminga on the over. I was feeling pretty good about the Warriors being able to run what I was assuming was going to be a uh, a hobbled Joel Embiid. Uh, and I was correct on Kuminga hitting the over on 21 and a half, getting 26 total points. But it hurts. 
I got excited about pods being in the lineup. I saw 12 and a half. I was like, I'm in. Um, he only had 11. So I did not win. Still think it's a good line. Could have made three and a half. The process was bucks. right. He played 37 minutes, Sam. You did the right thing. Yeah. I just need one shot, one more shot to go down. One more. He had 11. One more shot, and I would have made it. Uh, you know, you can't win them all. I feel like if I go back and listen to every pod we do this on, I say you can't win them all more often than I win. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. I do find Sleeper to be the easiest way to play us because you and I were talking about this. I bet this live. I bet this right at tip-off, right after I saw the Clay Thompson news, uh, which is a fun way to play a game. Be, they updated it in real time. We were able wow. to get in there, was able to place my line. You know, Shout-out Sleeper Fantasy. Don't forget the promo code light years. Get a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. You know the deal. See sleepers terms used for details. Let's go. Check out sleeper. All right. So Warriors get a nice win tonight. They're still the 12 seed. There's still work <laughs> come to on, be done. Come still on. Work, there's still work to be done, my friend. There's still work to be done. We're not gonna have a dance off over this. <laughs> uh, and I, I think the thing that all Warrior fans care about in the short term, yes, sir, is a trade deadline. We are, you're listening to this Wednesday, the 31st. We're, the trade deadline is Thursday, the 8th. So we're eight to nine days away, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, and our friend at The Athletic, Anthony Slater, put out a primer with some interesting stuff here. I'm sure every one of our listeners listened to it. If you have read it, if you have not read it, you should check it out. Uh, Andy, I know you read it. We talked about it. Yeah, we can get into some of the details, but. I, you know, we're, we're eight to nine days away. We're basically a week away. We're hearing everyone's on the table except for Steph, okay. but also kind of non-committal with regards to, you know, how aggressive they want to be, who they want to move, what they want to do. Uh, where's your head at? Did this article make you more or less optimistic? I about the Warriors coming out of the trade deadline with a positive thing going forward. I don't know. Where's your head at? Uh, this article basically told me that they're not going to make a crazy move. Um, you can throw that out the window. Uh, guys aren't getting traded outside of like maybe Moses Moody and Kwan Looney for maybe a, a, a big or something like that. He throws out a few names like Wendell Carter Jr. I know the hardcore Warriors fans love him. Um, but it, it, to me, He's on the he's on the the trade pod all star team. Of maybe course, se- maybe a second team player. Yeah, yeah, because he's not that good, but he's good. He's good, but it, like he's not. It, they're not. Kaminga's not going anywhere. We're watching him kind of blow up here. He's not going anywhere. Um, he talks about Clay Thompson. He basically said that's not happening. He even says it's a likely scenario. Clay's back next season. I agree. It's just going to be a way less contract. Draymond's not going anywhere. We know that. Chris Paul. He mentions him being an option for a, a trade in the off season where they can take the $30 million that, that they have an option on and use that in a trade in the off season. Uh, so it doesn't feel like they're going to move them there. Cause there's really not much on the trade market right now. And then Andrew Wiggins is the guy where, you know, he points out that he is likely, but also you're not getting anything from him that you watch Wiggins the last couple of games. He looks good. And then you can maybe, maybe convince yourself. Maybe Mike Dunleavy and, and Joe Lacob convinces themselves and Steph and Draymond are like, well, Wiggins looks good. Maybe we keep him till next season. He's going he's gonna to be kind of back to what he was in 2022, blah, blah, blah. So to me, Sam, the only guys that make sense that are they're going to trade is going to be Kevon Looney, Moses Moody, maybe Chris Paul. 
But all everything else, I, I can't imagine them doing anything there. And so then it becomes, who are you getting for Moses Moody and Kevon Looney and Chris Paul? And I, 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 I don't know. So it's interesting. I read the article and I read it kind of a different way. I, I read it a little non-committal. I do think they're going to make a move. I feel Confident. put me on the record. They'll make All a right. move. All right, Sam Sources. They will make a move. I'm increasingly less convinced it'll be a big move, like uh, one of those like earth-shattering moves. It might be uh, Moses Moody in a direction for a different big man type of thing, which is, you know, it's something, but it's not like shaking the roster up. But more than anything, reading this, my main take is kind of what I suspected the whole time. They're going to wait till last minute, man. They're waiting till last minute to see how everything shakes out because I don't think they want to go all in. My read on this entire, and maybe you're, maybe this just takes me to your point, which is you don't think anything crazy is happening because the, the less convicted you are with it, the more likely you are not to do something. But it seems like they're viewing this team as semi-lost. And if we can do something, we'll do something. But what we're not going to do is screw up the future for a lost cause. For better or worse, that's the way I'm reading it. And it seems to me like they're willing to make some moves, but they want to see where everyone is standing. I don't know. Let's say February 7th or 6th. Like two out. It, they're bargain shopping, man. They're uh, it's, bargain it's, shopping. Yeah, exactly. It's, like it, that's what it is. So we actually got to the same point. Is, is yeah, I think. yeah. It's, maybe it's, I'm maybe framing I'm, it, framing it differently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got to the same point, and I agree with you that uh, like there will be no trade for Zach Levine. There will be will be no trade for Dejounte Murray. That is not happening. He is not going to be a warrior. Maybe, maybe, but it but it it would be right. it would be something that like the last two days they're like, man, this is this is the best we're getting. Yeah, not, yeah, right. It, Hawks would have to be, oh my god, we're not getting anyone. We'll take Moses Moody and the expiring of Chris Ball, right? Or something like that, right? We just mm-hmm. gotta get off this contract. And even, two seconds, even then, Moses in two seconds, that's that's good enough. You know, and like even then, like, are you would you even want to do that if you're the you're the you're the Warriors? You're just adding on that much money. You almost gotta have to, you know, I, I don't know, whatever, right? But but yeah, I'm with you. Then then we're just talking about bargain shopping. Can they get a center? Because come on, Looney looks like he's done. He didn't even play tonight. Played eight minutes. Barely played against the Lakers. Same thing. Looked terrible when he played. Feel bad for him. And something's going on with him. He's either physically cooked or or something. But he he's he's done playing now. So they've got nothing. Sarge is is worse than ever on defense. So they've really got they've really got like that. Is that the obvious move, Sam? Like that's like that's it to get right? a center. That's I mean, obvious, that was I, that was maybe the biggest revelation of this. I'm going to pull up uh, one sequence of it where you know Dunleavy spent a ton, chunk of time talking with Hawks GM Landry Fields. Uh, but any interest in Dejounte Murray is tepid at best, which won't lead to movement. He's another guard about to step into blah blah. blah. Ugh, the goodness. Warriors have a greater need and thirst. Oh, I need to know about their thirst. Okay, okay, for a wing. Or a center. Lowry marking in fits inscription, but probably not moving. Uh, I, I guess my question for you is, yeah, so I, I'm looking at this. It, it does seem like if you're looking at the Warriors, in, and I get the perspective. It's just kind of like enough with the small ball. It's time for us to find a center we can play, even if it's 20 minutes a game, even if it's that in general. 
that's what it seems like I'm taking away from this whole thing. Uh, names thrown out are like Nick Claxton, sure. Wendell Carter, uh, Clint Capella, that sort of thing. Jared Allen. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's getting moved. I don't think he's getting moved at all based on, uh, well, the fact that he's dominating for Cleveland. So Evan Mobley. Yeah. James what? Wiseman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep it going. I'm just I'm trolling at this point. Yeah, I mean, it does feel like that. maybe that's the way they're going. I, I guess my question for you is what would you prioritize if you're the Warriors? Do you think they need to get a, a another playmaker, a wing, or a big? There's no chance they're getting a play. I mean, they can't get a playmaker. That's the thing. They would prefer a playmaker. They're not getting a playmaker. There's no playmaker on the market that they can get, right? So some of this is just an availability thing. Um, John's wing- playmaker. I, didn't do, you know, I, I don't think they're giving them up. I, I don't think they're giving picks. Like, uh, What's the percent chance they give a first round? They, they trade a first round pick at the deadline. Over or under 25%. Over or under 15%. Then I go over. Pick. Oh! Okay, 15 or 20. You're saying one pick. One pick. A pick. Yeah. I say one pick. I say greater mm, than 25%. Uh, now, if we're talking about multiple picks, I say 0%. <laughs> and I don't I, like, I, I just, that's, that's where I'm at. I think, I think if they could get DeJounte Murray, I don't, I don't really care what the article says. I think if it's DeJounte, salary filler, and Moses Moody, they do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair point. I just don't think that's what it's going to take. So. Yeah, no. Some somebody's going to do the Indiana Pacers thing, right? They'll give mm-hmm. they'll give a moody type of player, and then they'll they'll do another one, and then they'll drop a couple better picks at the Warriors and give them like I, the Warriors just aren't. They're they're more of a we're not going to go for Dejounte Murray, but if Dejounte Murray falls in our laps, and we know the Atlanta guys, you know they they know the Atlanta guys very well, so it's like can can we can we get it done if on the last day they've got nobody else and, and that kind of thing. I I think I I'm kind of kind of saying what you're saying but i don't think that's gonna happen i think the big is the most likely scenario i think that's the one where they can bargain shop like you said where they can just maybe toss a maybe toss a couple seconds and and some salary filler um and then they can just convince themselves look chris paul's coming back he can lead the second unit gp2 is coming back that's kind of like a wing um and wiggins and kaminga are kind of stepping into being really solid wings and we've got enough and we're just gonna go forward with that I think that's what they're going to tell us come February 9th, February 10th, is they're, they're just going to tell us, we got a big, we offloaded Moses Moody because they want to play on for Steve Kerr anymore because he doesn't get any runs. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go with that. It does feel like they're punting on the season. That's where I'm at with it. It does feel like the general sense is, eh, <laughs> Let's add something that we can use next year to the team, but we're not in a major rush. Not particularly happy with that, to be honest. They they could. I think one thing that they should think about doing um, is is cutting the amount of players that need to play from this team. Um, and I think specifically, I'm thinking of of Chris Paul Moody. I'm also thinking of Sarge a little bit. Is like those guys are good. Like they deserve to play at least 15 plus minutes a game. And this team just has too many of those guys. It's just too many guys that just need to play. And I, I, 10 games from now, Sam, I really don't want to see Chris Paul close a game instead of coming. Like, I, I really, I really don't. And you just got to save Steve Kerr from himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, I, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I think Mike Dunleavy's got to save him. 
um, because they just got too many guys that can play basketball that should play basketball. And I don't really trust Steve Kerr to, to go with the right players. <laughs> and we, we've seen that he hasn't. We've seen that he hasn't for the majority of the first half of the season. So that, I think that's probably what they should think about doing. And maybe that just comes with, can they consolidate guys, multiple guys? What do we got? We got a quote on Steve Kerr's emotion, Draymond Green's emotional impact from, from Shana Rubin from the Mercury News. One of the ways Draymond is really helping is he lifts wigs up and he lifts JK. He's kind of their hype man. He keeps them feeling good. Uh, and it's hard to do when you're not playing. Uh, it's easier to do when you're actually on the floor. Yes. I mean, it's kind of one of those reminders that, you know, Draymond, kind of an important player for this team, no matter how much he infuriates you all the time, right? Like, uh, let me ask you this. Does a trade help more or does Draymond making Wiggins and Kuminga better help more? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. that's kind of a question I'm having here in general. No, the latter. The latter. The latter. If Draymond's going to to make to help Kuminga make a leap offensively, and and really I think that I think the key to Draymond with those two guys is 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 making this defense playable. Because yeah. Kuminga and and Moody are, are not great team defenders. But you put those two guys next to Draymond, who's just incredibly smart, and he can just direct them where to be and then allow them to rebound. I think they combine combine for 11, 12 rebounds today. Um that that's it. That that's I think that's more important than than getting I can't even name a, a, anyone that they're gonna get um uh, at the trade deadline. John Tim Murray, sure. I whew. Maybe that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Good quote, though. It is. Anyway, we got another week here. I think my main take on this stuff is I I think it's more fluid than that. We'll see. You're right to bet against them doing something big, but I'm expecting them to make a move. So. Uh, The Light Years podcast is brought to you by Under Armour Curry brand i finally stepped into the curry 11s uh slash bruce lee edition today they're pretty good they're pretty good they're way better than the other shoes that i've worn in the last few years way better they're incredible low top super comfy on the bottom um i'm slow as hell felt a little quicker felt a little quicker nice uh, great on the court tonight so steph curry makes you believe you can do anything and the curry 11s are specifically designed ultimate balance grip stability allow everyone to do their thing new generations of ball players coming up showing the basketball world that the old rules do not apply the future is exciting, fast, positive, and hungry. This NBA season, rock with your favorite player. Rip his shoes on off the court. Curry 11s are perfect for both the committed and casual ballers. The UA Warp Tech makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet. Locked in no matter what you do on the court. Stopping your tracks with dual-density UA flow cushioning and traction. An emergency break you don't even notice. Steph's 11th signature shoe steps into the second decade of a sneaker career, pulling colorway inspiration from the wonders of a positive and modernized future. On and off the court, take these kicks with you when you leave the scrimmage and rep UA wherever you go. Do your thing. Change the game. The Curry 11, Future Curry, available now at currybrand.com. Sweet. Let's get to the goons. Ken. It's our guy. Can you it is our New guy. leadoff hitter. What's going on, Ken? Hey. Uh... Sorry to leave you hanging last time. Hey, first thing I want to say, Andy, great to have you back. 
Sam, you've been killing it with the guests, uh, Jason and uh, your friend uh, Milo from <laughs> Serbia. Yeah, Serbia. Milos. Yeah. Awesome. Milos. Awesome. It'd be interesting if you could get your guy from uh, Toronto on uh, Esfander. Is that his name? Yeah, Esfander, my guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just appreciate that. Um, I was excited when I saw that Clay was out for tonight's game. I thought I think the Warriors rotation makes a lot more sense without Clay Thompson. Um, first of all, let's Pods play the two. I actually think Moody at the two makes more sense with Pods as the backup one. But uh, mm-hmm. just the rotation made sense tonight. Mm-hmm. I do. I can't discount it, Ken. I can't discount it. You have a great evening, sir. I mean, the ball. This is. The second game I can think of the season where Clay has not played and the ball has hopped in general. Uh, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. But for whatever reason, when Clay's on the floor, other guys can't get going. I I I'm, I wouldn't go as far as to say, you know, I was happy that he was out. But I think at some point they're going to have a conversation about him having coming off the bench. That's it's all. That's all. And yeah. people are going to kill me about this. It's like, dude, I think he's going to be on the team. I would prefer if Clay was on the team. I just, I just, he. Everyone needs... has to sacrifice, man. Yeah. Thank you. If Steph, if Steph and Draymond can come off the bench, Clay can come off the bench. Everyone, no, what you just said is the one, though. Like, everyone has to sacrifice. Like, Steph has sacrificed. Draymond has sacrificed. I mean, shit. I mean, he does it to himself. But, like, at some point, like, Clay, you can't, you can't just play 35 minutes and just chuck shots up like you've always, like, I don't know. It's and maybe it's not pod starting. I, I mean, Kareem is sure. in chat. like maybe that's not pod start. Maybe that's not it. Although we've got we've got pods with the braids here from uh, who, who's who's Rowan. Uh, what's Rowan. up, man? Rowan. Pods, please. What up, guys? Do never do that hair again. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that was a that was a mistake from our boy. Yeah. Uh, wow. You know, uh, we all went I through bad black. haircuts in college. That's all I'm gonna say. That's My true. goodness, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, last last pod, I realized that um, Sam might fully have CP3 Stockholm syndrome because he he talked about all our big contracts not producing, and he forgot to mention CP3, who makes six million dollars <laughs> more than Andrew Wiggins. And so I said, "It's time. I got to talk again." And I went back to the day of our trade in a in a group chat with my best friend and my older brother, and I'd just like to read you three. Text that right. I sent on that day. This is moments when the when the news broke. I said, "Quote," and I apologize for the language. Fuck, fuck, fuck. The dynasty is over. It's been a good run. Of course, CP3 kills it. Text two. I can't believe we traded a team who had Porzingis more for Chris Paul than the Celtics traded them for Zinger. Disgusting. What the literal fuck? Now number three. I can't wait for the Chris Paul Stockholm syndrome PR machine to work overtime and convince everyone he's so important to our lineups when in reality we're a middling 500 basketball team by November. <laughs> and I don't want to say I'm an oracle, oracle, but that might be the smartest thing I've ever said in my life. Um, and uh, the bigger thing is I don't think it's a coincidence that we've had a top five offense since CP3's been out. And like I don't think we need to necessarily make a big trade, but we got to get him off of the team. If he comes back and puts on a Warriors jersey again, I honestly, like it sounds dramatic, but I think I'm just going to be out for the rest of the year. I think he ruins all of our rotations. He met, and uh, 
he took a fl- contributes literally nothing. Do you know how early six AM is? Have you ever been on six AM Southwest flight? That's valid. He did get on that flight, and that's why we haven't traded him yet. We gave him like an extra couple weeks, but we gotta ship him out. And so I think turning him, I, as another reminder, he he's he costs more than three Alex Carusos. Just put that into perspective. Oh my so god! All right, all right, all right. Oh so my god! Don't even. You're hurting me right now, bro. I know, you're hurting I me. Steve Steve Kerr's Steve dream is Steph three Carusos in a pods lineup. This yeah, that perfect. that actually we can't mention that to him. He's gonna figure out how to make that happen. But the really yeah, just turning that. him into anything serviceable, just like a fucking maybe a guy who's like over six eight and uh, anything. Uh, it, I think it's in the CBA. Really the Warriors can't have those. So yeah, sometimes when I get frustrated with our uh, lack of rim protection, I then remember, oh, that's TJD, and like he's the exact same size as Tobias Harris. Oh, he is smaller than Kawhi and Paul George. No wonder he can't block them. That's like, come on. It's like pickup basketball at that point. And that's why they, it's a layup line, boys. Ron, appreciate the call. He he said something. Um, the Porzingis one is really painful. We talked about you Porzingis. Really, do you really feel that way? Because they didn't. Uh, so they gave up the Warriors pick for one. Well, they get Marcus Smart. They yeah. gave up Marcus Smart to make it happen. Do the Warriors have Marcus Smart to trade? They do not. They do not in general. So when you look at what they actually gave up, it wasn't nothing. It was something the Warriors did not have at that time. Oh, I'm doing copium right now. I apologize. Uh, but they did trade Marcus Smart for uh essentially like if you look at it brass tacks they trade marcus smart to get porzingis yeah. who on the warriors has the same value as marcus smart? Pro- probably probably wiggins at the time and they weren't going to move wiggins at the time so may- maybe that i mean they weren't going to move kaminga either maybe um, maybe but yeah i, I just i just they they I, they weren't going to do it. Wiggins wasn't bad. Wasn't this bad, right, in the offseason. So you can argue no, that. No, but he didn't miss multiple months and just disappear on everyone. We so. didn't know. We didn't know that he but was going to be. How do you think that. other teams would view that? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think Wiggins go anywhere. I, I think the, the Chris Paul one is so it's so tough, too, because it's not like he's been bad. He's bad for this team. He's bad for Steve Kerr. He just – it's it's. <laughs> It's bad for Steve Kerr. Like, it's just 30 minutes a game for Chris Paul is ridiculous. And he did it every game. And you can't close with him. You can't start with him. You should only play 18 minutes. But it's never going to play 18 minutes. And this is what's going to happen when he comes back. Steve is going to play him too much. And so that's why I agree. And he does. He's so anti. What's the word? Antithetical. Yeah. To everything the Warriors are. Like, it just holds the ball. and Fucking. Enough. Shows up to games in a chain. <laughs> I can't. It's not even that I can't stand him. He's actually like, he's actually good this season. I just I need more Warriors type of players, man. I don't, I don't need more. All right. Who we got? Who we got? Other Luke. <laughs> Our guy. Oh, boys. Can you hear me? We can. What's going on? Ahoy, ahoy. Good win. I was at work, but, you know, got to. Watch it on the side while my boss was not looking. Um, Got a couple of things. First off, Kaminga. I feel like he's got that Steph psychopath type of smile 
in him or like that game where he just doesn't give a crap like the one with Beverly uh fouling him yeah it was a bit dirty and then he's starting to pat uh pat Bev in the back like oh so good and so good it was just crazy um the second one is I'm actually taking a trip to San Francisco so Australia uh, other Luke from Australia is going to say uh San Francisco can't wait I'm actually gonna watch two Warriors games so hopefully I see people around it's gonna be the one with Memphis nice. and the one with uh New York uh, my buddy is a New York Knicks fan so I can't wait to say fuck the Knicks to him when we win um or if we win seeing how the season goes anyways uh the question is where should I go in San Francisco I got a couple of days, don't have an itinerary yet. And my missus said, hey, you figure it out since you wanted to go so bad. I like it. That's a good question. This podcast is uniquely qualified to provide yeah. advice. Before you get off, before you ask, yeah, are you looking for sites to see, things to do, or food to eat? Um, let's go food to eat because we're big foodies. Uh, but Food. What type, type of food? food? Any food, man. Uh, give me, give me an experience. Okay, uh, food's, food's easy, Andy. What's Go what's with... what's a, wait? Hold on. What's Australia known for? Do you well, like what type of food is Australia? Oh shit! All we uh, we we take what's best from other people. Um, <laughs> so okay. where I'm Funny. from is just like <laughs> true uh, colonization. Okay. No. <laughs> all, right. All, right. all right. Um, what's it called? Just uh I'm really after I think the apparently you guys are good for seafood cuisine, right? Okay. Is that is that it's a little well, bit. Wait, weren't we weren't you guys sponsored by Pacific? <laughs> we were? We were. You yeah. go to Pacific <laughs> I will uh we we will send we will send some stuff. We will send some or, or we can talk about it. I feel like, I feel like the thing so there's a lot of great Asian cuisine in San Francisco, yeah. but I'm hesitant to recommend it because there's also a lot of very good Asian cuisine in, in where in Australia are you? Uh, I'm in Sydney. You're in Sydney. So yeah. Yeah. I don't West. think. Hmm. Yeah. That's what that's I know. What, that's what Sam, I was a little like, mm. but I know what's not in Sydney and that's a mission yeah. burrito. Okay. All that right. I can okay. that I can guarantee he cannot get okay in Sydney. Yeah. So we'll All we'll right. throw some of those recommendations out there. Yeah, I'll the chat's it. going uh, super. Yeah, Andy, where's your favorite burrito? In the uh, easy, easy, easy. Taqueria Guadalajara. Um, DM me or or, yeah, uh, or whatever. I was saying. Well, you're, you're really not really to put it on the record. No, 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 no. I'm just saying so he remembers. I'm just saying so he remembers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, nah, he's not, I'll he's not gonna remember it. if no, I tell him right now. Where I'm going in that, March. That's that's true. That is, <laughs> yeah, that's just fashion. But, but DM me when you come. Thing. Okay, one, one more thing. thing. All right. Look, the only uh, the only thing I'm gonna tell my miso is she's only getting a ring if the Warriors get a ring this year. <laughs> Oh, oh goodness! I should have no been yeah, disappointed. No. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, later. Appreciate you, Leek. Oh yeah, my goodness! Yeah, she, she's That's she's rough. gonna break up with you, buddy. Oh uh, my god! Let's let's throw some places out. He didn't ask for any places to go. I know. I, you know, I, I almost sent him to Hunter's Point. I know producer Tim threw that in the chat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, um, yeah. yeah. 
Guadalajara is my favorite uh, burrito spot by far. Not even close. Now that I live like 20, 30 minutes away, I'm a little sad. I don't get to do it as much as that. No, 100 Point is not noted. I am joking. Do not go there. Um, I probably I probably shouldn't throw that on the pot. Like I mean, that. you can. I mean, you could. You'd be like Keith Lee. You know, he ended up he ended up in uh, wherever he ended up and was all pissy about it. It's like, <laughs> my guy, you ended up where you ended up. What the fuck do you expect, bro? Like, what the fuck? That shit pisses me off. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, he's like, oh, but he makes this whole big thing about going to the Bay Area. Then he's he's in fucking East Oakland. I'm like, and then you're complaining about what it looks like. Dude, there, there's an East Oakland in every fucking state in the world. Go 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 back to where you're from, man. Go get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, Francis, I'm done with the rant. Hey, guys. How, how's it going? Sure. That's pretty good. Wins a win. Um, a win's a win. I almost turned my TV off during that stretch when... Perry decided to play the young guys without any of the starters. And Philadelphia went on that run. And I was like, man, look at coaching my practice again. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's been a tough season. Um, we're still hanging in there. I have a question that I was running um, through with my friends today. Um, so Miami's shit right now. Um, they've lost seven in a row. Um would you, if if you got a call um, as your Warriors GM and you got a call that we want Wiggins, Kaminga, and Picks, and we will give you Jimmy Butler. <laughs> because um, Wiggins and... Kaminga walks in Miami's timeline with like Hero and um, Bama Adebayo and Hakez and all those guys. Are you taking that call? Are you are you considering it? Are you having a meeting? Are you discussing it? Um, knowing that Jimmy's thirty four, Jimmy plays when Jimmy wants to play. Um, <laughs> He's great in the postseason. Definitely a 55-game player. Right. Right? Are you taking a meeting? Are you having a discussion about it? I just want to know. I mean, you have to have the discussion. That's a that's the like Jimmy's Jimmy's a great player. You can't you can't not have discussion. But with that said, it's a lot. I don't know, man. He's uh, he has, 30, he has, he's 35. I, I, I think they're not making the playoffs if Jimmy Butler's on the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, say, they're going to be the best team on paper, but they're going to all not play enough games to make the playoffs. It'll be a lot of Lester Quinones and Guy Santos. Can, can we can we pick up the phone and then ask for Hawkes for coming back the other way? <laughs> oh, they're not giving you Hawkes. <laughs> Someone's got to play the regular season, buddy. Uh, I, <laughs> what, what are we? I, I, I think... Um, Wow, the Miami Heat are in a dark place. If that's what you're thinking is is a realistic uh, thing that the that they're looking at, I, I'd you I'd know, imagine from outsiders' perspective that the that Miami's not. Gonna I, I, they I, just I, traded for Rozier. I'll give you the I'll give you the Miami perspective here. They're gonna they're gonna play like shit for the no, next month and a half. Of course, they're gonna be in the plan. They have 43 wins, <laughs> and then they're gonna fucking run through the East. I, I'm not concerned about them. I need to see them actually die before they do. I don't like any team in the East. I think Philly's a fraud. I think Boston's a fraud. Milwaukee potentially not, but no, kinda. they are. They they are. I mean, they just okay. Yeah, 
They just changed their oh, coach oh, midseason. That's not great. Ridiculous. And meanwhile, Spolstra and, and his fucking army of goons. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying, how many times do we have to see this? How many times do we have to see this? How many times do we have to see Jason Tatum take a bunch of fadeaways he shouldn't take to lose a game? How many times do we have to see Embiid flop around so he has to do it? And then, yeah. My, my question would be, would be, is it realistic for Butler in that current Miami situation to win a championship? If they come out of the East, are they going to beat the Nuggets? Are they going to beat... So, so is it better closer. for him to move to a contender and make a team better, make the Warriors better? Or well, make- the, the, I guess the problem there is like they're not... They, they, they just they don't have that they don't have Wade they don't have the LeBron they, they don't have those guys to get them there I don't think the move changes that I don't, I don't know of them getting Camille no. and Wiggins change yeah so I don't I think they just ride it out I, I honestly I know they will because like to what That's Sam fair. said like that may, maybe they'll actually add a guy you know what I'm saying like, maybe that they Terry add Rogier, a guy buddy. like like Rogier was <laughs> yeah. a good trade like it's a good trade he's a good player he's having a good year um, cause, cause yeah, you're going to see the freaking, you're going to see these goons cooking up Damian Lillard in the playoffs. I guarantee you all of a sudden, like the Miami, Miami can't score 80 points right now. I guarantee you second round of the Eastern conference playoffs. We're going to see Miami. Caleb Martin's going to be cooking from the corner. It's just it, Duncan Robinson going to go in there and hit six in a row. It's I, not at minimum. I'll, I'll put it this way. At minimum, I am not disrespecting them to write them off in January. I'm going to need January. to see in April, you know? So that's where I'm at with them. Francis, call. I, I like the, like that suggestion. I appreciate you. Jimmy yeah, that was, that's, that's a fun topic. I don't know. I just, it's not happening. So we got Tashian up there. They lost, they lost eight in a row. Is it eight? I thought it was seven. Seven. I mean, seven is insane. Even the Warriors haven't lost seven in a row. Hey, Tashian, let's talk about the bet. The bet that will never... We'll, we'll have a you know, winner. You, know, you got to find a way to find the winner. The me if in the end. So I get to see you guys have to wear a Wiseman jersey and that one one weirdo dude that we've been talking about in the games shack. But yeah, it is what it is. But here's the one. But here's the one thing. So are we getting like uh, Quaxon or or Allen in the trade deadline? Because at a certain point, like. Draymond can't play like 30 minutes a game at center, right? We all agree about this, right? Even though, like, we all agree that Jonathan Kaminga is a Draymond merchant and Wiggs is unfortunately a Draymond merchant, but I don't know how long Drake Draymond can play at center at his old age, even though he hasn't played the entire year. Yeah, so, I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, I was gonna he say, better be a rate of play, dude, hasn't shown up at all. Um, this is probably why they're making a trade for a center, right, Sam? I don't know, Tasha. I appreciate you. Um, I just think it's going to ride out a little longer. I think we all want them to have made a decision right now, and it's very clear they're going to wait till the last minute, right or wrong. That's where I'm at right now, and I do agree with you. Probably more, most likely, be a center. He's also uh, not we, really guarding like the bigs. Like the, like tonight, they put Trace Jackson Davis a little bit and Sarge a little bit, and Draymond wasn't help. Like I get it, I get it, but that's just kind of how the NBA is now. Like he's not, I don't think he's not banging against guys every game. You know what I mean? They're gonna play Memphis on Friday. Who's he gonna guard? 
I mean, we said the last time we played Memphis. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying he's not, he's not gonna like. Will, let's go. What's going on, guys? Sir, enjoying the evening. First of all, great win. Uh, I, I have a couple of things that I want to say about Clay specifically. So I'm gonna just get this off, and y'all let me know what your thoughts are about this. So Sam, when you were saying um, earlier, you're like there were there's only like one other game that you could think of uh, where you felt the ball was hopping around like this when uh, Clay wasn't playing. In that game, if I recall, was the uh, New Orleans game because I think that was the only Correct. other game, the only other game he missed this season. Right. Um, but for me, there's a couple of things. Like when you look at Clay's contract, right? $40 million, two things that are definitely not going to happen. One, they are not paying him a max deal that he thinks he's still worth. That There's no universe that that's ever going to happen. And no. two, they are definitely not going to either let him walk in uh, in the offseason uh, either. Now, the thing that frustrates me, and I think a lot of us fans about the situation with Clay as well, is like you, you watch like a game like tonight or the game in New Orleans, and you just see how the – he, I feel like Clay is the one person left on this team that hasn't really sacrificed. That really, I think, needs to sacrifice. Like, you've had Steph Curry come off the bench. You've had Wiggins, who was playing atrocious and deserved to be benched, come off the bench. And I know a lot of people might not want to be want to talk about it right now, but he's. He, it seems like he's, you know, turning the corner and coming around. But for me, when I look at this whole situation with Clay, it's just like, we need to have people around Steph who can defend and who can hide him on defense. And Clay can't do that anymore. And so when like a situation with the lineup choices that Kerr was making tonight, you see that we had a better ability to not only defend, but then get out in transition because of that. And I just, I don't know what we do with Clay, but I think that, an adjustment with Clay's role needs to happen if this I team agree. wants to go anywhere. I By agree. the way, I think we take CP3's uh, contract and we do something with it, maybe pair with Sarge or something and get a big, like a serviceable big. Because like the person previously was saying, we can't have Draymond at the five for like forever. For forever, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, can't we? <laughs> no, well, I, I think... <laughs> we I, can't have it all, Sam. We can't have it all. I do agree with you, and and that's kind of I feel like that's what Andy was saying earlier in the pod, which is like attitude adjustment, some form of a some form of sacrifice from Clay, whether it's coming off the bench, whatever it looks like, could potentially do more than anything for this team. How like how is it hate? Like bro is old, he's not as good anymore. He don't play defense. Like he's still a good player. Thank you, bro. That's you just that's not really Clay. What's been pissing me off with like a lot of people on Twitter is just like thinking that this is hate against Clay. Respectfully. It's not hate. He he's he's just he's had two devastating injuries. He gets cooked on defense. Partially, it's not his fault. He's just he's getting old and he can't move anymore. But the thing is, is that he still thinks that he is what he isn't anymore, and he needs a wake up call. And I just think that some adjustment needs to happen for the betterment of the team because I we're not blind. We can see that when Clay isn't there right now. Things are just moving better. That doesn't mean that we don't need Clay because he's still, still a need huge him. threat. Exactly. I mean? They still need him. I, I think they still need him if they want to win. Like, if you told me that 
like oh your your the option is to 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 trade him like I wouldn't want to do that like this is not what we're talking about and so you know when I think the change is going to happen I don't think it's this year um I think it's in the off season because he's going to get a contract that's going to be a lot less than the one he wants he's going to want to stay in Golden State though Steph and Draymond are going to get him to sign an extension and it's going to be a lot less and I think that contract is going to allow him to like admit that um that he's just Different not the same guy for yeah exactly and I think that's fine think that's fine it's just it's just you're not that guy you're not that guy anymore that's okay that's okay it's okay clay but you know i get it i mean i don't get i don't get it actually nobody gets it except for him right because he's the guy that's dealing with it but you just you watch him out there i just you know how many times we have to watch him go four for 18 and shoot this these shots in in crunch time just it is what it is man like at some point you got to be the sixth man um, and, and he's better off being that than, than taking all the Steph shots and taking all the Kaminga shots in the first unit. So appreciate you, Will. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's, it's something they're gonna have to get to. Uh, I say we end it right here. Appreciate everyone. We'll be back soon. See you guys Friday. Bye.